we have um, a journalist, award-winning journalist, Nicholas Bauer, on the line with us right now. I just need to check that this is actually happening. Hello, Nicholas. <laughs> Yeah, how's it's, it? Good it's morning, him. It's him. It's easy, man. You could have been another person. Hey, we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't <laughs> know. Common had that I knew you. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, come on. It's okay. <laughs> Common and I go way back. Even <laughs> even before the days of TV. All the really? way back. Yeah. Radio. radio yeah. If, uh, so if anyone. If memory goes that far back to Common. If anyone was, was picking up. Uh, was anyone wanted to delve into the you know the past of uh, of Common Ready? That would be you. You would be the one we would call, right? <laughs> yeah, I know where all the uh, where all the buddies are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicholas, yes, you are. You're an award-winning uh, a journalist, but you wrote this book, and it's uh, timing is everything. It's South Africa's easy election guide: who to vote for in 2024. I suppose my first question for you is actually, I want people to set. The, I want context here. People asking who we're talking to. We're talking to the guy who went viral for inf- interviewing people. <laughs> <laughs> streets of Brown. the streets of Bramfontein after our previous president Jacob Gedlidlegizezuma stepped down and then he was asking people how do you feel about this um, have you have you recovered from that from that from that <laughs> yeah, uh, Bramfontein you, you, you're talking about timing right because yeah. that was actually the six year anniversary last night oh wow we often forget Jacob Zuma broke up with us on Valentine's Day right <laughs> and uh, yeah you know I always get reminded of that, uh, not only on the anniversary, but every now and again, someone reminds me on social media. And um, yeah, it brings a smile to my eye. Uh, <laughs> it was such an interesting time and uh, certainly a night that I will never, ever, ever forget. Yeah, for sure. All right. So here we are. We've got a book out. It is an election year. It's a very different election year. Many people might ask right now, what qualifies you to write a book on South Africa's Easy Election Guide and who to vote for in 2024? Uh, look, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't claim to be uh, a know-it-all, but I do know some things. Mm. Um, I've been working for close to two decades as a journalist, um, politics and business journalist in South Africa. Um, and, you know, this election is going to be my sixth election that I'm covering. Um, and, you know, I'm not telling people who to vote for in this mm. book. It's just providing a very, very, very easy guide about the parties on offer, their basic history, and also their standpoint on key issues in South African society. I've, I've identified 14 issues that um, are affecting you know, South Africa as the most developed economy in Africa, yeah. the world's most unequal society. Uh, we've got a lot of opportunity, but we've also got a lot of challenges that lay ahead of us. Mm. And uh, yeah, as a voter, you, you need to decide who is going to to you know, talk in your name for the next five years. Mm. Uh, it's just about trying to encourage people to, to vote, guys, because the the numbers are pointing in the exact opposite direction of where they, they, they should. Uh, oh. In the 2019 election, 65% uh, voter turnout of the people that actually registered. But if you look at the amount of people that are uh, uh, eligible to vote. So in other words, the people that can actually register and go and vote, less than half of the uh, eligible voting population are actually doing it in South Africa. And, and that's sad. Yeah, very, very sad. It is sad indeed. And like we said, it's South Africa's most important election since 94. It may give us the first coalition government, like you've said in your book, in democratic South Africa. And you speak about this voter apathy. Why do you think that is? Because everybody talks about politics, whether you're a taxi driver or mm. whether you're an executive. Everybody's life in South Africa somehow comes, you know, in, encompasses politics on a daily basis. Why do you think people don't actually turn up to vote? <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting question, Carmen, because 
Yeah, uh, people may claim to not care about politics, but you're indeed correct. Politics cares about you, right? Um, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, it's a it's a daily part of our lives, and uh, it's a sad thing that we had uh, over 85 percent voter turnout in 1994, and that it slipped so much. Uh, the reason why people aren't voting, uh, you know, voter apathy uh, studies show that people. Uh, are just completely turned off by the politics of the day, and it's not only a, a South African thing; it's a mm. global politics thing. People are tired of, you know, politicians. What's a stereotypical politician? Uh, the guy that uh, d- appears every couple of years, promises the earth, and then disappears for yeah. the next two until the next election cycle. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to uh, create. Uh, a situation where people have less of an excuse to to not vote because okay. uh, it's uh, like a, you know it's in the title it's an easy election guide uh, uh, you can read this book in I'd say about two hours well um, that, that's, that that's the nice thing about this is that Carmen has read the book and <laughs> so I'm still waiting for the YouTube yeah. video but uh, Carmen has read the book and she's she said to us you need to read the book it's South Africa's easy election guide who to vote for in 2024 it's a downloadable book as well so you don't need to go buy the the hard copy. It's also on ecr.co.za on our blog that it's, we've done it's on, on our the website. Store. Yeah. And it even uh, even addresses the brand new party just joined MK as well. So you can have a look who they are, what they stand for, does it resonate with you, and maybe who you are going to vote for in 2024. Nicholas, thank you for writing this book. Yeah. Uh, and, and Nicholas, I have to answer this question. You can't be speaking to a KZN radio station and we don't mention MK because it's quite a thing mm-hmm. to decide. What do you think about the MK? Yeah, what the how will they do? How will they do? So you know, polls are showing that, uh, especially in KZN, they're going to gobble up a lot of votes. There's a lot of disenchanted people uh, down in in uh, KwaZulu that uh, um, are effectively going to stick with Jacob Zuma and, and turn their back in the ANC. Um, the reason that MK was not included in the book is because, uh, you know, has anybody had a look at the MK's constitution? Um, yeah, yeah. Has anybody had a look at their policies? Well, you can't really because what are their policies besides uh, disenchantment with the ANC and mm. support for Jacob Zuma? Um, so still very, very, very much a, a new kid on the block, but don't discount the role that they're going to play because, you know, if you look at the numbers, uh, should they score anything between sort of 20 to 30 percent of the vote in KZN, that could gobble up uh, as much as 5 percent to you know, even even higher uh, of the ANC's overall national support. And then mm. that's a serious impact in terms of coalition making, because yeah. uh, for those of you that don't know what uh, you know, how a coalition works, essentially, if a political party doesn't get 50 percent plus one mm. um, in an election, they need to canvass other parties to join them in a coalition and uh, and form a government. Nicholas, speaking about coalitions, we haven't really seen this work in, for example, city of Chwane and Johannesburg and other places in the country. Do you think now, after this election, they kind of have to work together? They might have to. Will you think they'll finally get it together and be able to run a country or run municipalities well? Yeah, I mean, Carmen, that's that's a very very difficult uh, thing to try and to try and predict. I mean, you know, a coalition is like any other relationship. There's ups and downs. There's no smooth sailing. Um, and really, uh, you know, we've seen the curtain raiser, like you said, in places like the city of Tswane and the city of Johannesburg. Yeah, I was working there as a civil servant for a, for a year during the Mpopalazzi uh, administration. Um, and it's messy. It's, it's difficult, you know. Mm. Uh, 
to try and get one political party to agree on uh, um uh, on on a policy is is difficult enough but imagine if there's several parties in a uh, you know boardroom trying to hammer out uh, policy and decision making so you know let's not kid ourselves it's not going yeah. to be smooth sailing by yeah. any stretch of the imagination if we do end up having a coalition yeah. government it's going to be um you know a lots of twists mm. and turns and it's uh, you know uh, what this book is also trying to 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 tell tell people is that you know being a citizen doesn't begin and end with a vote every five years yeah uh, you need to remain active you need to see who's representing you in parliament i mean you may know who your local councillor is but you guys in, in studio and everybody listening right now mm. does anybody have any idea who their member of parliament is oh, no, no, no. you know mm. I, anyone? I think no. that's anyone? something <laughs> we need to change Bueller, no, okay, Nick. We we're gonna read the book. I will read the book. Okay, comments read the book, but I'll, yeah. I'll read the book. And we'll tell everyone else uh, to read the book as well. And then maybe, maybe even I go. Oh, okay, these guys. Are, I like the, I like what these guys are doing, and uh, I'm gonna put my mark this year based on what I read in uh, in the book. So there you go. It is available on our website, South Africa's Easy Election Guide and Who to Vote for by award-winning journalist Nicholas Bauer.